elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an Elegant Weapon episode 446. My name is Jay, J.M. Clark, Jay the Jedi Ross, and it is so wonderful to be back here with all of you beautiful babies. This week on the show, it's part one of our New York Comic Con Spectacular! That's right, kids, I just recently returned from New York City where I had the grandest of adventures at New York Comic Con. That show is such a monstrous beast. So much to do, so much to see, so much fun to have. I can't even believe how many people I ran into. So many cool people from all over the place. That's what I love about it. There's a little little bit of everybody from everywhere, and it's like a big giant family reunion full of comics and love, uh, and a good time indeed it was. Uh, much love to all my Source Point Press family. Um, all the amazing artists I got to spend time with in Artist Sally. It was an incredible event. Uh, and boy, did we do some podcasting, kids. Uh, you'll hear that I said part one because we're going to have three parts to this. So I got enough interviews and enough content for you all, and I'm going to split it up into three parts so everybody gets their spotlighted view. Uh, part one. We have an interview with a friend, uh, a friend from down the street in Windsor. Uh, and his news was the talk of the town that weekend. That's right. We have a conversation with Mr. Jason Fabok, uh, and we talk a little bit about Ghost Machine. That's right. Uh, he and a bunch of other creators have gotten together to bring something very, very cool to the world, and you will hear him tell us all about it. Uh, after Jason Fabok, we have yet another J. That's right. Three J's for the price of one this week. Ladies and gentlemen, we chat with our old friend, Mr. J.P. Fosgett. He fills us in on what's happening with him these days, with Marvel and Disney, and of course, the return of Bodie Troll. So we are going to have a good time. Again, uh, thank you to everybody who took the time to podcast with me, hang out with me, party with me, chat with me at New York Comic Con. It was an amazing time. I haven't been back in a few years, so it was very, very cool to return, and it was everything it ever was. Can't wait for next year. It's the party of all parties. So uh, here we go, kids. Part one of an elegant weapons New York Comic Con spectacular featuring Jason Fabok and J.P. Fox. All right, kids, here we are. We're at New York Comic Con again, and we're with Windsor's finest, the one and only Jason Fabok returns to the show. The big news of the weekend all around the con ghost machine this is very exciting stuff huh yeah yeah it's uh it's been a super exciting week for us we've been down here since monday actually we had a little bit of a summit for two days with all the different creators and um you know we we've been discussing and talking about the future of the company and what ghost machine means and how we can shake up and you know, hopefully change the industry for the better for, for creators. And, uh, you know, it's been, uh, you know, a lot of buildup and nervousness. And uh, But uh, it's great to finally have the news out. This is something that we've been, Jeff and Gary and Brian and I have been discussing for almost two years now. I saw that. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, there's a lot that's gone into this, a lot of thought. 
and we have some of the best people behind the scenes working for us as well to help us build a great business plan, um, planning out all these books. We wanted to make sure we had a big splash. We, we could show off all the stuff that we had planned and ready to go. And it's it's been overwhelming, the amount of support that, yeah, that we've had. Yeah, very excited. Yeah, and it's yeah. only two days in. We only just announced <laughs> right. it, right? And so, um, yeah, it's just really, really cool to be on, um, to be to be doing this. and. Uh, so how did this eclectic group come together? Did you already know a lot of these guys? Uh, obviously, I know you already knew Francis, you know, yeah. Canadian content going on there. But how did everybody come together? Yeah, uh, Jeff uh, Jeff is our team captain, I okay. would say. You know, like yeah. everybody kind of has relationships with him through working with him and, uh, you know, working at DC and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, he just started... Originally, just started as uh, Jeff and Gary were doing Geiger through Image, and then, and then we started talking about like, well, what if we, what if we formed, you know, a group, a company, um, and started, you know, creating our own media company where we could own everything that we, that we're creating, but also we're owning the company itself, and we're we're leading the company as creatives as well. Right. Yeah. And so it was just like, you know, it was at first it was uh, Gary, myself, and Brian Hitch. And with Jeff, and then we started like writing a list down of here's our dream team of people we would love to get involved, and we wanted to get, you know, like Francis, he's he's uh, he can really draw anything. He can yeah. draw superhero stuff, but he can also draw uh, kid friendly stuff. And he was really passionate about in doing a, a like a kids book. And okay. so so him and uh, Pete Tomasi came up with this great idea called Rocket Fellers, and uh, it's a really fun all ages book that you know you could you could enjoy with your children. And that's something that he really wanted to do with his young kids. He's like, I want to do a book that my kids could read. And sure. And so it's like, we're going to be doing that. We have uh, some newer talent coming on board. Uh, Maytal and Lamont um, McGee, who are from the film end of things. Jeff has worked with them for a number of years in TV and film on all the different shows he's been doing. And okay. really, they, they have a passion for comics. They want to do it. And they pitched him some... Uh, stories to do with like uh in our horror universe and so jeff jeff loves horror movies i'm not much of a horror movie fan but he really wants to create these great character focused horror uh uh, books and uh you know so we're gonna have that and brad Meltzer came aboard it's like yeah yeah and he's like he was all in from day one and he has just been diving into all these ideas and you know he's really excited to kind of get back into comics and do some some comic work and so yeah, again, it's just we're just pulling all these people. We're, you know, Brad Anderson, our colorist. Uh, I've worked with him for a number oh, of years great. now, yeah, and yeah. he's worked with all of us. And so it's like, yeah, we got to get him on. But it's like, let's take all the A plus talent we can. Let's bring them over. And and uh, one of the things that really makes us different is we have this all for one attitude. You know, okay. um, I, in comic books, you get there's a lot of competitiveness. We, even when you're working at DC, everybody's trying to compete against each other and. And sometimes in a negative way, right? Yeah, it's it's yeah. not good competitiveness. It's a lot of negative competitiveness. Yeah, but with this, selfishness. Yeah, yeah, but with this, like, we own everything as a company. We own the company. We own all the IP together. And so we all want to see each other succeed. Right. We all love the books that we're doing. And uh, we want those books to, um, 
you know, we want those books to succeed. Like, I want Redcoat. I think Redcoat that Brian Hitch is working on is going to be the big breakout you book. I think that'll be the big one? I think so. Right, it's, kids, it's listen got, out for, you know, it's for got Redcoat, a lot. all right. But then so he might say another book is going to be his favorite book. You know, like, everybody's like, we're all in this together. It's a support structure. Yeah. You know? And That's it's just, things going. it yeah. brings such a different feeling and attitude to this company. It's, it's we've become a family, especially through this week. And, well, you um, know, planning it for two years, too, yeah. I'm sure, you know. A lot of meetings, a lot of yeah. Zoom meetings. This is the first time a lot of us have met in person. Oh, and, that's uh, fun, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's, but it was just like immediately, we, it was like yeah. we're all brothers. It's like we've, you know, yeah. we, we've, all, we've been talking for so long. We all got together and there was no awkwardness. We just knew each other. Right? It was, it, that's it was awesome. just really great. So. Yeah, one of the cool things about doing this podcast over the years is I've interviewed a lot of people who've worked together but then never met. Yeah. And then I'll be at a con and yeah. actually get to like record the first time they met. Yeah. Um, you remember, I was just looking at it yesterday, uh, Fan Expo a bunch of years ago. Yeah. And I'm just standing there talking to your former mentor, Mr. David Finch. Yeah. Yeah. And you were beside him. And all I hear over my left shoulder is Jason. And I look over and there's Capullo. Yeah, yeah. And I happen to be standing there for the moment that you two meet. Yeah, And yeah. you got all a little bit fanboy. Yeah, And he yeah. was like, I love your work. And you're like, oh, I've looked up to you for years. Yeah, yeah. And I got to take the picture yeah, of I you two meeting for yes, the first I do. time. I so that's what's great about conventions yeah, is you, yeah. those little magical yeah, moments that right. you'll, you'll never forget. Yeah, you're you know? right. You're right. Because every time I talk to you, there's a huge glow up, right? Like, yeah. first time I talked to you, you're like, oh, yeah, Dave, and help me in this. And New 52 was just starting, yeah, and you yeah, were starting to right. explode. And now look at you. Now yeah. now Ghost Machine. Yeah, now I'm a, yeah. Uh, it's, Jeff keeps saying, Jay, you're not just a, a, a comic book artist anymore. You're also an entrepreneur yeah. and a producer and an owner of a company. And you're, you're going to be wearing all these hats and learning the business. And it's 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 a lot of fun, and um, I feel like I've really matured over the last like two years, just learning about the business oh, side I'm of sure, comics, right? and, yeah. and how this all works, and what we can do to make it better and different. And and um, anyway, it's it's a lot of fun, and uh, I'm really excited for people to check out all the stuff coming out. Uh, everything starts launching <laughs> April 2024. We got we got a couple books coming out, like Geiger. Uh, okay, that's new, not too far. A yeah. new Geiger uh, two-part uh, series comes out. November, December. Oh, cool. Then in January, we got Ghost Machine number one, which is like a big anthology book with oh. there's going to be six page six to eight page previews of all of our books coming Dude, that's out. that's cool. So it's going to yeah. be a chance for the whole comic community to really check out all the cool stuff we have, all kinds of teases, and we're going to have some even more artists announced for that that we can't announce here right? today. Yeah. And then everything kind of starts uh, April 2024 with uh, Geiger, Redcoat, and then my book, uh, Rook Exodus. Those, Rook Exodus. Yes. All right. Those books will all launch um, in April 2024, and uh, yeah, we're ready to... We're ready to make our mark on comic books. So cool, Jason. I'm so excited and happy for you and everybody and the fans, what we're going to get to experience. Yeah. Uh, really stoked for all this. I think man. that's another big thing, too. Like, this company was formed uh, for creators, by creators, but we also really want to create great books for the fans. Right. Like, like we, we see the frustrations that fans are having with DC Marvel. We see that there's drop-off in readership. People are kind of leaving... Uh, the mainstream they want something new they're craving something new something different yeah and um, we're, we are all comic fans first and we see this too and we want to come in there and really just 
uh, I think just come in, come into the comic book yeah. industry and hit it with a bit of a sledgehammer and wake it up. Hey, we need a shot know. in the arm once in a while. You yeah. know, that's why I so appreciated the new 52. Whether yeah. you liked it or not, yeah. that gave the industry a huge it, shot it in the arm. True. It you is know? true. You know, and then the ripples from that, and then yeah. pandemics, and, yeah, you know, yeah, there's ebbs and flows up and yeah, down. You're but right. it's great when outfits like you guys, like, get together and you feel this connection. Same thing with Raid back home, yep. you know, when they put out the Raid anthology and you get to experience, like, all of their work together. That's why I love the yeah. fact that you're putting out a Ghost Machine anthology. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be similar to, like, what Jeff did with DC Rebirth number one, which is, okay, like, this big yeah. kind of... It's got a nice through story, and it's going to be cool. It's like we're really taking everything we've learned from our years at DC, our experiences, and then we're applying it to this. And, um, you know, one thing I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with is is a lot of a lot of people feel like your your pinnacle of your career is to work for DC Marvel. Like at least that's what the the big two you kind of feel. It's like they're telling you, well, you know, you your whole goal should be just to work for the big two. Tradition, right? We we yeah. look at it as as the working for the big two was kind of the 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 stepping stone to get to here. Yeah. This is we've 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 hit we've made a new ground floor now with ghost machine now it's time to expand this now yeah. it's like time now it's time to take all that experience and create new things new product that we hope these characters will outlive us right you know? yeah, yeah, and grow yeah. with the fans and build a fan base and maybe some of those some of those young fans who will be reading some of our first issues will be the ones who will one day be working on these books with That's us exciting. and part yeah. of the company and owning part of the company right so yeah. it's all it gets this this uh, it's just a lot of there's a lot of excitement and a lot of energy there and positiveness be, yeah. about this and the, the industry's changing in a way I mean especially with self-publishing starting to be like a lot of people's kind of yeah. you know look to way to do things and yeah. people are looking away from the big two for yeah. more exciting evolution yeah. and I am so excited to see what you guys awesome. uh, yeah. bring to us so Me Jason too. thank you so much for giving us a bit of your awesome. time thank I you, hope man. the rest of the weekend goes well and yeah. we will see you back in the Canada yeah for sure well we're gonna hopefully be doing some um signings and book launches uh, once the stuff comes out back in Canada and maybe up in yeah. Toronto. Maybe, and, well, I'm sure we can get you back at Gotham. Yeah. But, uh, the most exciting thing was when Jeff uh, was out scouting for Titans Yeah. and he called up DC and said, who sells the most DC comics? And they said, Gotham Central. Yeah. And yeah. we got to have a midnight signing yeah. for, the, well, for the... Maybe we'll do that with Rook Exodus when it yeah. comes out. Maybe I'll that see if I can bring out Jeff Dude, and like we can do a big thing. Dude, like 400 people yeah. showed up yeah. in line at Gotham That's Central awesome. at midnight. At midnight, And yeah. he was so nice. Yeah. He was Jeff's, so nice Jeff's to everybody. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so let's, yeah, maybe we can plan on that. Oh, that'd be very be exciting. We do, Hopefully so. we do, and then we'll see you there. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Jay. Uh, yeah, no cool. It wouldn't be a New York Comic Con if we didn't check in with someone who's almost as much of a part of an elegant weapon as I am. Ladies and gentlemen, the lovable, the wonderful Mr. J.P. Fosgate. I never agreed to this. I'm ambushed. That's how it works. Pod bomb. Pod bomb on the J. Uh, how we doing? Good. It's It's been a real good show. Um, I've had enough time to draw all the stuff I've been getting, so that's good. Yeah, Commission Crazy? Commission Crazy, yeah. Awesome. New York is known for that. It's an artist-centric show. Uh, you... Uh, talk about your commission. Uh, that was the first time you were ever drawn to ask this particular thing, which I'm blown away by. Oh, uh, I was asked to draw Batman 
the version from Batman the Animated Series and, and like what's it been 30 plus years since that cartoon was out no one's ever asked me to That's draw that insane. version I can't even like fathom that no one's ever asked you to draw yeah so that was a real challenge but a fun challenge very cool do you have any uh, oddities or interesting ones this weekend yeah, I've had a lot of OCs original characters for those unaware and most of them being in the My Little Pony realm is it crazy to you that's still happening uh, it's always going to be in my wheelhouse because of the years I spent working on the comic series, and as long as I do have fans of it, I'll do it. Right. Because I had a lot of non-fans of it at the time, so I, I cultivate the ones who like me. So were there any OCs that were interesting or super oh, creative? Oh, yeah. Uh, very creative. There was one in particular that I'm not even sure was a pony. It was almost <laughs> more of a manticore, if you're familiar with those. Yeah, They're like, yeah. you know, sort of a lion-ish scorpion kind of thing but done in the pony style and it was a young man from japan who had me do it he came out he's come out here a couple times and he's a fan of my stuff okay i remember that guy he be yeah. he's bought repeatedly from yes, me yes, this weekend absolutely. so that was just one of the things he got from me that's amazing yeah that's super cool what's um that just sprung a weird off-topic shoot but the the last unicorn yeah wasn't there was a harpy Yes. Wasn't there also a manticore Yes, there? there was. And the, and she goes, and that manticore is actually a shabby toothless lion. Right. Okay, yep. that's what that triggered in my head. Yeah. And that's funny because earlier I was uh, speaking with Eric Palicki. Yeah. And he's got a book called Manticore. Oh, really? So Manticore is just uh, it's, it's in the wavelengths today. It is. I'd never heard of that until The Last Unicorn when I was a kid. Me neither. It's yeah. not a common European character. It's almost more Asian. Oh, okay. Is that kind yes. of where it originates from? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I had a fun time chatting with your friend. I'm sorry I forget his uh, name from Tough Pigs earlier. Joe Hennis. Joe Hennis. Okay, kids. Tough Pigs is a uh, Muppet-centric podcast site. They've got several shows, several streams. They do lots of cool stuff, but they're the place to be if you want to celebrate the Muppets. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had a great chat with them. We had a lot of good fun. Yeah. Uh, when did you meet those guys? Oh, my gosh. I've been friends with Joe... For as long as I've been doing New York, which is almost 10 years. Damn. You know, I think I met him here first, though we may have just met online. You know, he saw my Muppet artwork, and he is the Muppet guy when it comes to the fandom. So we just clicked, and we've been buds ever since. He's such a nice guy. Very yeah. nice. He used to work for Sesame Workshop. Oh, okay. So, I mean, he was on the inside of everything. All right, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, hopefully uh, we were talking about hooking up and uh, all of us getting together and talking some Muppets. Guaranteed. Yeah, very, Guaranteed. very soon. So that's super awesome. Um, what are you working on these days? Still just Disney plowing away on, Lately, the, on the Donalds? So much has been Disney. Whenever they're like, we have a new book, we need everything yesterday, and then I just jump right at it, you know? Right, and right. that's that's great. It keeps the mouse keeps what the bills. What a solid book like gig, though. How many, uh, how many of those books have you done now at this point? Oh, my gosh. As far as Marvel books go? No, no, the Donald books. The Donald books, I think we did three, and then they moved me into that Marvel Kids series, which has been at least seven. Oh, shit. Yeah. And we haven't seen that here yet. That's only available in Europe, right? No, the Marvel ones are available here. In fact, you can what? find them. Why like, I have them then or have seen them? You've got a Walmart. You, you'll see They're them. in like the Walmarts? Yeah, they're right. in Walmarts. They're in uh, Barnes & Noble. They're in Chapters. Dude, how'd that get by me? That's crazy. You never asked me. And it's... <laughs> nice. Yeah. Is, uh, it's doing well then. That you've done seven of them. I guess. Well, I mean, they, they said let's do seven, and then let's see how it sells, and I guess they're selling. 
right. They're right. still having me do them. That's exciting. Yeah, man. it's yeah. it's keeping me fed. Oh, so. I want to see them now. What characters you've done in them and stuff. Oh, you name it. I yeah. mean, I have done just about every major major Marvel character so far you can think of. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so behind on A shit. A whole lot of Spider-Man, Thor, uh, Falcon, Captain America, Old Captain America, various versions. All the Spider men and right, women. Right. You know, well, you, often yeah. I do. When I miss something that you've like put out, it's usually because you're so goddamn busy working on other stuff that you just don't have time to promote your own stuff that often, right? That's true. Yeah. That's true. So I have found time to work on Bodhi Troll as well. Bodhi's making yes, a comeback in the spring. Bodhi. Talk to the kids about Bodhi. So for those unaware, Bodhi Troll is a fairy tale troll who wants to be big and scary, but he's too cute and cuddly, so no one takes him seriously. It's my all-ages book that I came up with back in 2011. It's gone through two different publishers, and now the publishing rights are reverted back to me so I'm self-publishing a re-release of volume one in the spring and then some months after that volume two is going to hit and I'm going to sell them at conventions and through my website. I'm so excited for more Bodhi. The world is a happier place with Bodhi in it. Well, Bodhi's a happier place with you in it and you're you're featured repeatedly. And I'm so honored to be so. Any little bit that I've ever inspired you to draw a stick figure is just a huge honor. And uh, that's why I say you're such a part of this show. Not only did you just simply create our amazing logo, but uh, you've been here supporting from the beginning, man. Well, I, and I'm I lucky. always appreciate it and love you for it. I so. love you. I, I'm, I'm thankful you brought me into your creative realm. So. Oh, I appreciate it. Right now, as we have uh, Jeff Johns and Jason Fabok. Uh, I got a cool interview with Jason Fabok earlier talking about the Ghost Machine. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. So very, very excited about that whole organization coming out, you know? You know people way cooler than I do. I try to get around, but, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter because I know you and you're the coolest of the people I know. <laughs> as long so, as you think it, that's all I care hey about. Hey, man, ride or die, brother. Ride or um, die. Next weekend... Yes. Oh my gosh, it is the triumphant return to Canada yes. of Mr. J.P. Foskett. I cannot wait to get back to Toronto. Artsy, fartsy con. Yeah. Uh, I'm helping my good friend Anthony Rutgazer of the Handsome Genius Club throw a little show in Toronto. It's at the Transact Club yep. on uh, Broadview, and it runs from 10 to 5. And you all should come out. It's uh, next Saturday, uh, October 21st. Great venue. A cool venue. It's a very awesome little club. Uh, They do other stuff, like wrestling shows and stuff. It's a great little venue. Beautiful looking. What's exciting is the lineup. We've got a crazy amount of very, very cool artists. And uh, topping the bill is Jay here. we got Mr. Adam Gorham coming by. Uh, Jeff Estrella, Allison O'Toole. Uh, Lots of cool people. Uh, Ricky Lima. Am I the only American? Yeah. How does that happen? Because you're the only one willing to come for this type of show. <laughs> How many other Americans do you know are willing to just pop over the border for a one-day Saturday show in, at a club in Toronto? Because they're too dumb to know what they're missing out on. Well, this is true, but, uh, you know, you're part of home. You're Oh, that's my home. People don't, don't really look at you as an American. They look at you as our, you know, lost Canadian who um, just got left over the border for some weird mistake. I love that, and I'll take it. Yeah, no, absolutely. So everybody, come on out. I'm going to be there. Jay's going to be there. It's going to be good times. Jay, I love you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Can't wait to see you next weekend. Right on.